You found it. Your number one place for free English lessons on the internet. Learn American English with this guy. Don't forget to leave a five-star review if this podcast improves your English. And now, here's your host, this guy. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What's going on, everyone? Hope you're doing well. Hope you are ready to learn some English. It has been a little while maybe three weeks since I've actually been live. I've still been uploading, just not live. So this is the first live stream in about three weeks. So today we are going to read an article out of Qatar where the World Cup is being played and an official there said maybe three, no, 400 to 500 people might have died building up the city, getting ready for the World Cup. Now, this is going to be an advanced English lesson. We are going to read an advanced English article, but along the way, I am going to explain some of the difficult vocabulary. There are quite a few difficult vocabulary words, but I'm going to try to explain the most valuable to you. Before we get there, hey, Panama's in the house. Emilio, hope you're doing well. Amina, so glad you could join. Osama, hope you're doing well. I saw Danny in here. I know this is not the best time. Probably many people will watch on replay or shout out to those listening on the podcast, but my mood's here. Got to say hi to Mahmood. Hope you're doing well. You are here to learn some English. Jamie Watson's here. That's my wife. So she's driving home from work. She'll just be listening. Hopefully. Be careful. Be careful. Layla, hope you're doing well. All right, let's get into this article. Uh, before we do, hang on. I would like to teach you this word. Um, a different article that I was going to read had scaffolding. So I made a slide for you so you could see what scaffolding is. There's going to be a lot of talk of construction or building things. And a lot of times while a project is being built, something like a stadium, you will see scaffolding go up. I don't think this article has that term but scaffolding. If you're listening on the podcast, I'm sorry. It's a tough one to explain, but I'm sure where you live, when a building is being built and they have to put up bars and wood to keep workers safe, we call that scaffolding in English. Hope that's help. Hope that helps. Dublin's in the house. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for the lights. Yeah, um, and everybody watching, you helped pay for these. 
So channel members, thank you so much. If you've watched my videos and you watched an ad, you help pay for these. So thank you. Trying to make it look a little fancier here. Scaffolding. That's our first world. <laughs> a lot of my students are into the World Cup. And of course, this article is going to be about building infrastructure for the World Cup. We will talk about infrastructure later. But Mahmoud said Tunisia has won. France was very shocked. I learned that from one of my students. I was teaching. We had a study hall, so not an actual class. And he said, hey, I'm done with all my work. Do you mind if I watch the soccer game? That's what we call it in the United States. I said, yeah, don't worry about it. Just keep the sound off. He said, okay. And then he told me, France lost. Awesome. All right. Well, Danny, I'm sorry. Freddie, if you watch this, I'm sorry to everyone in France, but I heard they were resting some players because they already made it out of the first round. I don't know, but big win for Tunisia. Nicely done. All right. Hey, yes. I'm very happy about the fact that you're doing a lesson about the World Cup. It's a big thing in the world right now. Absolutely. And I know the United States isn't exactly known for being good at soccer or football. Soccer, we call it here. But a lot of my students are really into the game. Really into the game. It means they are watching and they are they have their favorites. Layla, that's so nice of you. Thank you so much. This is not the first time she has done this. So Layla, thank you for helping me buy the lights. And I got a little something for you. Where is it? Hang on. Here it comes. Layla, thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much for the super chat. Yeah, it's amazing. Thank you, Layla. That is so kind. And I hope that I'm doing my part by helping you learn English. Although I think Layla's English is really good already. All right, let's get into this article here. It's not going to be an easy one. So here is the title of the article. Qatar acknowledges between 400 and 500 workers died preparing for World Cup. That is the title of the article. Now, I've underlined some difficult vocabulary, and what I will do is I will read the paragraph, and if there are difficult vocabulary words in that paragraph, I will stop, I will define those words for you, and then I will give you an easier sentence. So take a look at this first paragraph. A top Qatari official involved in the country's World Cup organization has put the number of worker deaths for the tournament between 400 and 500 for the first time, a drastically higher number than any other previously offered by Doha. That's tough. When you're learning English, a great way to improve your English is to read the news. But the news is often written at a really high level. So let's take a look at that first word 
And it was drastically, right? Drastically. Drastically usually means a very big change. When something changes maybe quickly or very different from the way it was, you can say it's drastic. It was a very different mood, different element. Got this for you. One of those elements could be weather. Sometimes when the weather is really bad, you could call it the elements. Oh, it's really hard being out there in the elements. Maybe it's raining. Maybe it's snowing. But what if it is really sunny and then suddenly changes to snow? That would be very different. So take a look at this sentence. The weather drastically changed. It went from sunny to snow in just five minutes. So anytime you hear drastically in English, think of a big difference, a big change. All right, just check in the chat. Layla, thank you so much. Um, hey, Yulia, hope you're doing well. Good to see you in here. I will be checking the chat to make sure there are no questions. Yeah, 500 people dead. It's incredibly sad. Now, in the United States, when big projects are being built, it's very rare for workers to die on the job. It happens sometimes, but it's rare. And I think in most parts of the world, it is rare. But we're going to find out that maybe some of those workers weren't treated in the best ways. They didn't have the best conditions. Bangladesh is definitely a country that has been mentioned. Also India, Pakistan, and the Philippines. Those are some countries that Qatar has used to find people who will work. Qatar has a very small population. And a lot of the people who live in Qatar have a lot of money. So Qatar needed to find different areas of the world for people to come and work. Bangladesh was one of them. All right, let's do this. Back, um, I did not play, I did not play, I played football. I played American football when I was younger. Osama, I played American football, but I did not play uh, the football you're probably talking about. I did not play soccer. All right, let's get back to this article because there was one more word in that paragraph that I thought could be difficult. And that is previously. You see that underline there? Previously. And previously, if you look down at the bottom of the screen, previously means something has happened already. I do have an I do have a lesson on this channel about soccer. I've already talked about it. So I use previously in this sentence. I talked about soccer in a previous English lesson. Slightly different way I use previously there. I take off the LY, a previous 
English lesson. I don't want to get too much into grammar, but previous is an adjective. It describes nouns. Previously is an adverb, and that describes verbs, adverbs, adjectives. How about this though? Let's go back to previously. Previously. I previously talked about soccer in the last English lesson. So already happened previously. Hope that helps. Let me know in the chat if there are any questions. Let's get back to the article. Second paragraph here. I will move that up to the top. The comment by Hassan Al-Tawadi, I hope I pronounced that correctly, the Secretary General of Qatar's Supreme Committee for Delivery and Legacy, appeared to come off the cuff during an interview with British journalist Piers Morgan. Off the cuff. That is an idiom you will hear quite often in the United States if you are studying American English. If something happens off the cuff, it wasn't planned. Maybe though, maybe you don't know what cuff is. So let's take a look at a picture. A cuff is the bottom of somebody's sleeve. If you're listening on the podcast, sorry, you can't see this picture, but it's the bottom of the sleeve, the cuff. Think about this. Do you know the English term handcuffs? So those are placed on the cuff of somebody's wrist. But when we are talking about an idiom, well, it has nothing to do with the actual definition of cuff. Cuff means, off the cuff, means it wasn't planned. Something like this. The president gave a speech off the cuff. There was no planning. So this, this lesson is not, was not off the cuff. I did put some thought into this. I do have some slides. I do have some sentences for you. It's not off the cuff. Now, if this English lesson was a question and answer lesson, that would be off the cuff. The lesson would be whatever anybody asked in the, the chat. But I planned this one out. I planned this one out. Let's check the chat just to make sure there aren't any questions. Osama says, it's very difficult to pronounce Qatar, isn't it? Yes. For English speakers, it is. If you hear that country in English, it is probably pronounced Qatar. That's how we pronounce it. That middle sound for English speakers is too hard for us. So Qatar is the way you'll hear it in English. Hope that helps. Osama, are you going to do a live lesson on Saturday? I think I am. Yes, I think I will have time to plan it. And I think I will be doing a lesson on how to be more polite in English. More than just please and thank you. Please and thank you works, but we are going to find other ways you can be polite in English. 
All right. Back to this handcuff. How about the, the paragraph here? We're on the third paragraph already? All right. It also threatened to reinvigorate. Oh, that's a tough one. It also threatened to reinvigorate criticism by human rights groups over the toll of hosting the Middle East's first World Cup for the migrant worker, sorry, for the migrant labor that built over $200 billion worth of stadiums, metro lines, and new infrastructures needed for the tournament. Couple there. That's a difficult paragraph. We need to talk about reinvigorate. Reinvigorate. I do. I got another sentence for you. This one defines reinvigorate. What does it mean? To reinvigorate means to suddenly have more energy or maybe more desire. So maybe, how about this? Maybe there was a time when you were learning English. You got a little bored. Learning English is hard. It takes a lot of time. I'm very proud of everybody here in the chat because you are trying to improve your English. That's a great thing. It's hard. But maybe there was a time where you were frustrated, where you got bored, and you didn't learn English for a couple months, a couple weeks, a couple years, maybe. But something happened, and it made you want to learn English again. Your English learning might have been reinvigorated. Maybe you met somebody who spoke English. Maybe you watched a movie and you wanted to know exactly what they were saying in English. That might reinvigorate your desire to learn English. How about this? Any coffee drinkers in the chat? Cup of coffee in the afternoon reinvigorates me. I don't drink coffee. That's just an example sentence. But yeah, in the afternoon, if you are feeling sluggish, that's another way to say low energy, a little tired. You might feel a little sluggish in the afternoon. You have that cup of coffee. You are suddenly feeling more reinvigorated. You have more energy. You feel reinvigorated. Not an easy word to say, right? Reinvigorated. It's a fun word. Yeah, Amina says in the chat, she loves coffee. Yes, we know Amina loves her Tim Hortons. That is true. That is true. Yeah, I can't drink coffee. I do drink energy drinks. Um, Mahmoud said, please stay with us for an hour. It might be a little shorter than an hour. Um, my brain is feeling actually pretty good, but I did teach in a classroom all day. Sometimes these lessons are tricky, but I think I'm doing okay. Not too many mistakes. Ooh, look at what Danny did there. She used a phrasal verb. I think I might have used that phrasal verb in a previous lesson. There's that word previous. We will talk about previous one more time. If you don't drink coffee to perk you up, 
I like what you did there. What do you do instead? Well, sometimes I have an energy drink in the afternoon. And I know I have received some comments on this channel telling me, don't drink those energy drinks. So Danny, don't tell anybody. But sometimes I drink energy drinks. Just don't tell anybody. Hey, Noriko, she's in Japan. Japan had a big win in the World Cup. Uh, yes, this was planned for an hour later, but then I had something to do after, so I had to move it up. The time was moved up. I'm sorry, Noriko. If you thought it was going to be later, it's, I'm a very busy man. I'm a very busy man. Motion. Hope you're doing well. All right, back to the article. Back to the article. Because I do need to go in about 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Let's do it. We have to talk about migrant. We just talked about reinvigorate. But what about migrant? Migrant. Oh, I got another. Reinvigorated. How about this? Susan was reinvigorated after she changed jobs. There's another sentence for you. But migrant was also used in that paragraph. Migrant workers are workers who need to move around a lot for work. So as we said before, countries like Bangladesh, India, Pakistan, Philippines, people from those countries went to Qatar to work. So they moved for a job. We would call them migrant workers. Think of migrant as movement. So in the United States, we also have migrant workers and a very common job to have if you are a migrant worker is somebody who picks fruits and vegetables because there are different times of the year where those vegetables are ripe. So workers will have to move where the vegetables need to be picked. In the United States, people who pick fruits and vegetables are migrant workers. So it's a very common type of migrant worker. Not the only type, but one type. And we also had in that paragraph, I will make it bigger, we had the word infrastructure, infrastructure. What is infrastructure? Well, it's right there, right at the bottom of the screen. Infrastructure is what allows a city to run smoothly. Roads, power and water supply, a metro system. That's part of the infrastructure. And of course, if you are going to be hosting the World Cup, you want to make sure you have hotels, you have electricity, you have a sewer system. Yeah, infrastructure. You want roads that aren't going to be too bumpy. Hope that helps. Let's check the chat. Make sure there are no questions. <laughs> Noriko, super busy man. It is crazy. 
What do you think? How many people are from Mauritania in this chat? Mauritania. I know my mood is. I know my mood is. All right. Oh, my mood. He says, could you please do a live stream with Jamie where we ask questions about English and you try answering them? I would love to do that. Um, Jamie and I wanted to do a question and answer for Thanksgiving. And in fact, I asked channel members, please provide some questions so we can answer them. And then I got sick. Jamie got sick. Thanksgiving happened. It was crazy. So busy. So I'm sorry. We didn't do that, but it would be easy for Jamie and I to get together. Yeah. Sometime soon. Ooh, what is that? Probably spelled it wrong. Osama. Terminant. You mean uh, a tournament? Maybe? So we are talking about the World Cup. So a tournament, I hope that's what this is, a tournament is usually sports, not always, but a tournament is usually when there are many games played by many different teams, and at the end, there is only one winner. So the World Cup is a tournament. You have a lot of teams they play each other. Some of them are going to be eliminated or knocked out. They will have to leave the tournament. And by the end, there should only be one team standing. One team that is declared the winner of the tournament. Yulia, thank you. Thank you for the compliment on the lights. And I said earlier, channel members, you help pay for these. If you've watched any of my videos with ads, you also help pay for these. So thank you. And also people listening on the podcast, you help pay for these. I, this is crazy, but podcast, learn American English with this guy. I just found out from Spotify today that, what is this? Right there. Can you see it? Hang on. Let me lower this here a little bit. I was shocked. Is that your podcast was in the top 5% most shared globally. So anybody listening to the podcast, thank you so much. Top 5% in the world of people sharing my podcast with other people. Thank you so much. That blew my mind. When something blows your mind in English, you can't believe it. Of all the podcasts in the world, mine is shared in the top 5%. So if you have shared the podcast with a friend who is learning English, thank you so much. And if you want to share this YouTube lesson with somebody who is learning English, it might help them. Yes, I don't see Jamie enough either. So, um, she's coming. She works a lot too. She works more than I do. It's crazy. All right, let's do this. Back to the lesson. We've got a few more. Let's get the English learning going here. Um, the next 
I think the next couple paragraphs, what I would like to do is just read. So it's almost like you will have an audio book. Well, there's one more there. But how about I read the next three or four paragraphs? So all you have to do is just listen to me read. You can follow along with the text and hopefully that will help with your English listening comprehension. This is not easy. This is a tough article. Let me make it really big so you can see. And I'm going to read for a couple minutes. And hopefully I can pronounce all of the Qatari names correctly. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In the interview, portions of which Morgan posted online, the British journalist asked Al-Thawadi, what is the honest, realistic total, do you think, of migrant workers who died from as a result of work they're doing for the World Cup in totality? The estimate is around 400, between 400 and 500, Al-Thawadi responds. I don't have the exact number. That's something that's been discussed. But that figure hasn't been discussed publicly by Qatari officials previously. Reports from the Supreme Committee dating from 2014 through the end of 2021 only include the number of deaths of workers involved in building and refurbishing the stadiums now hosting the World Cup. Very difficult reading there. We got totality. We have previously, again, maybe that's review. And we have refurbishing. Refurbishing. That's a fun word to say. Refurbishing. Feel free to say that. Refurbishing. I like it. So let's talk about all of those words. Now, totality. If you know the word total, definitely related to that word. Totality means everything, the whole part. After the earthquake, the city was destroyed in totality. It was totaled. I wanted to teach you that word because you will probably hear totaled more often than in totality. Totaled. I hope this never happens to you. I totaled my car in the accident. If you ever hear totaled, it means it was completely destroyed. So that poor car, you cannot drive that car anymore if it was totaled. Yeah, that's English slang, I think, but totaled. Orkan, hope you're doing well, my friend. All right. Thank you so much, Osama. 
I love your lessons, especially your classes. Thank you. Williams is here. Welcome, Williams. He's from Argentina. I'm watching the match now. Is Argentina's playing right now? Are they? Are they playing Mexico right now? Oh, I forgot about that. I need to go. I need to watch that match. Hang on. I can get it. I can actually get it on my phone. Watch when it pops up. It's probably going to be the first thing that pops up. I've been watching the World Cup like crazy. There it is. How's it? Let's see. Oh, Poland. Poland and Argentina. I can't play that though. Oh, Argentina's up 2 0. Okay. Luke, if you ever watch this, he is from Poland. I'm sorry, my friend. But Argentina, I, you can watch this lesson, Williams. Come on. They got it. They have it in the bag. If you ever hear that in English, if a team has it in the bag, means they're going to win. Come on. Argentina has this in the bag. They're going to win. They're going to win. Oh, Layla needs to go. Thank you so much for that super chat. One more time right here. Thank you so much, Layla. Layla has done this many times. So thank you so much. There it is. Oh, thank you so much for the super chat. And it allowed me to get a little bit of water. You know what I usually do when I get water? I usually play this to remind you to uh, like, subscribe, share. If this lesson is helping your English improve, don't forget to tap that like button and share it with a friend who's learning English. All right, Danny says, I just texted Maria. Oh, you have her You have her phone number? Maria is another channel member. We often chat in Discord. Yeah, she's busy watching Argentina and Poland. Okay, well, Maria, I will say hi to Maria. Cecilia, Williams, Pablo, four channel members from Argentina. So I got I got I got a kind of pull for Argentina. If you pull for a team, it means you want them to win. But Luke, he's from Poland. He's been a longtime channel member. I've gotten to know Luke over the years. All right. Hopefully, uh, yeah, he's out. He's got he's got to watch Argentina. I don't blame him. Learning English, watching your country win in the World Cup. English will always be there. You got to watch. You got to watch the World Cup. All right. Here we go. A little bit more. I have a few more to talk about. And I need to go in just a few minutes. Busy. Busy man. Busy man. We also talked about refurbished. Refurbished. Fun word to say. And it means to make look like new again. Refurbished means to make look like new again. Here is a sentence. I bought a refurbished iPhone. So you might see that with electronics, an iPhone, an iPad. Um, if they are refurbished, it means somebody has owned them before, but somebody else went in and made it look like new again. So that car that was totaled in the accident, 
I don't think you can refurbish that car. If something is totaled, you just got to throw it away. If you, oh my gosh, I hope I never total my phone, but if I do, I can't refurbish it. But if there's just a few things wrong with it and it can be fixed and cleaned up, well, we call that refurbished. And so in Qatar, when those stadiums were going to be used for the World Cup, some were built new, but they had some old ones that they refurbished, meaning they made them look new. They made them all spiffy. They cleaned them up. How about that? I think that's it for refurbished. The next one we will talk about is overhaul. Overhaul. All right, let's do this. Make it bigger so you can see it. Move it all the way to the top. Yes. All right, let's do it. Wait, check the chat. Anything there? Ooh, Danny. Refurbish versus renovate. Ooh, okay. That's a good question. Um, so many people in this chat are really advanced when it comes to English. So that's a hard one. Um, you would... You would renovate a house. Can you, can you, are they interchangeable? I'm not sure. I don't think you would use like, we are going to refurbish our house. I suppose you could, but um, renovate. It also means, man, what? That's a good question. I would say as an English learner, you can use those interchangeably. I, I, there probably is a difference between the two, but it's a minor difference. So when you renovate, you change a lot of things. I guess that's the difference. So when you renovate, you... Okay, let's take a kitchen. When you renovate a kitchen, you might totally gut it. Gut it. I can write that. And the, um, if you got something, that means you, you take out almost everything in that kitchen. You take out the cabinets, you take out a lot of the woodwork, and then you build it back again. So if you refurbish a phone, a lot of the parts are still there. So I hope that helps. But um, if there is a difference, it's a minor difference. It's a minor difference. All right, let's do this. Getting back to the big screen. All right. And my brain is starting to get foggy. So I hope I read this okay. Jeez, it's been a long day. Those released figures put the total number of deaths at 40. They include 37 from what the Qataris describe as non-work incidents, such as heart attacks, and three from workplace incidents. One report also separately lists a worker death from the coronavirus amid the pandemic. So they say 40. I guess that's the official. And 37 were from non-work-related incidents. So these are not from people falling off scaffolding, 
unsafe working conditions. They said that most of them were from heart attacks, but three were from workplace incidents. So I don't know. I don't know what to believe. I hope everybody was treated well over there working for the World Cup. I don't know. There might be an investigation. 440. Pretty big difference. All right, let's get back to this. Much bigger here. Al-Thawadi pointed to those figures when discussing work just on stadiums in the interview right before offering the between 400 and 500 death toll for all the infrastructure for the tournament. So what we are going to find out here is that maybe that 400 number is for all work-related incidents, not just in Doha, all of Qatar for six years. So that would be a big difference. And I don't know what to believe. If you're talking four or 500, those are worker deaths throughout the entire country for six years. Or is it just on completing those 10 stadiums for the World Cup and the infrastructure? Either way, I'm not sure. Incident. It's, a, it's usually a bad thing. Like if you have an incident at work, something went wrong. Incident. Think of a bad thing that goes wrong. That's an incident. That's an incident. Mahmood is wondering, what time is it? Um, it's getting kind of late for me. I am not a night owl. I go to bed early. So it is 3.46 right now. It feels late though. It's really dark, really dark. All right, look very fancy. Thank you. I just have a, oh, I have a sweatshirt. This is a, a sweatshirt that you could buy at the store. I think there's a link to the store. If you want to show everyone your, your learning English. English learner right here. Resilient English learner. If you're resilient, you never give up. Mortania. Oh, it's late. Late in Mauritania, 8.44. That's almost my bedtime. All right, what do we have left here? Making this bigger. How about let's do one more paragraph, and then, yes, I do need to get going. Let's do this paragraph right here. If you would like to read the rest of the article on your own, there is a link in the description. Here we go. In the blue. Since FIFA awarded the tournament to Qatar in 2010, the country has taken some steps to overhaul the country's employment practices. That includes eliminating the so-called kafala. I pronounced that wrong. Kafala employment system. Man, I looked that up, how to pronounce that in English, and I think I messed that up. Kafala employment system, which tied workers to their employers who had say over whether they could leave their jobs or even the country. So this Kafala employment system, 
I hope you don't have this in your country, but it basically says that your boss has a lot of control over your life. It says when the boss says when you can leave the country, when you can't. Now that doesn't happen in the United States. I mean, you can quit your job. You won't get paid, but your boss can't tell you, no, you have to stay here. You might lose your job, but it sounds like in Qatar, if you came from Bangladesh or Pakistan or India or the Philippines, like you might have to stay there even if you don't want to, which is, which is dangerous, scary. I hope that doesn't happen to anybody. Okay. So overhaul is a word I would like to teach you here. Overhaul. It means to take apart and make it better than it was. How about this? I was thinking a lot about cars when I developed this lesson. My car was so messed up, it needed a complete overhaul. So maybe the engine was so bad it had to be taken apart, put back together again. Very close to refurbish and renovate. Don't you love English? Very hard. Stick with it. You're doing a great job. I need to get going. It's been 45 minutes. I would like to thank you all for joining at this very strange time. My mood. Sama, hope you have a good night. Ooh, oh. Mohammed says, hi, Brent. I'm from Iran. Congratulations to you because of yesterday's game. Um, Yeah, I've been talking. I love Iran. I have uh, quite a few friends from Iran. And um, I know that the Iranian... Um, soccer team. I, I think I want to teach this to stuck between a rock and a hard place. Have you ever heard of that in English? If you are stuck between a rock and a hard place means you have two choices and both are bad. So I know that a lot of people in Iran wanted the players to protest and not play their games but they did play their games. So they made many people in Iran mad. But their first game, they didn't sing the national anthem. So they made the regime mad. I feel bad for the players because I think they've made everybody mad. But I'm, I'm glad the U.S. won yesterday. So now we can lose to the Netherlands on Saturday. We're not going to beat the Netherlands. Are we? Come on. And it's at nine o'clock, right when I'm supposed to go live. So check it out. I might go one hour earlier because of the World Cup game. I want to see the U.S. lose. Maybe they have a chance. But thank you so much for joining. And I will see you again real soon with another English lessons. lesson. Adios, amigos.